You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic radio. Or one of our websites, askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is a Amanda Hall site on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast. So for everyone, happy Valentine's Day. It's the day of love. It's the day that we should all have a smile on our dial and really be thankful that we're alive. And for those people that don't have someone special in their life, make your day special. Make yourself the number one person in your life. I mean, you know, for many many people around the world, they for whatever reason, don't have a partner and someone special to call that special someone, but make yourself special because each and every one of you are very, very, very special to us here at A1R Psychic Radio and Moonstruck TV. So this week's Simply Tarot card of the week is the Ace of the Eight of Wands, I was going to call it the Ace of Wands, speedy news or situation. So this is good news if you've been waiting on something that things are going to happen quite speedily now. But the secondary meaning of this card, which I think is very appropriate for this show, is the Arrows of Love. So for those of you that might be seeking love or been thinking about sort of the potential of maybe meeting someone special or attracting someone new in your life, this is the perfect card for that. It's the Arrows of Love. So for whatever this card brings for you this week and some people it'll bring all of it speedy news and speedy situations coming into their life plus love and for many of us it's just going to be the long-awaited correspondence that we've been waiting on has finally arrived so whatever it brings for you this week i hope it brings you joy i hope it brings you love and most importantly i hope it brings you peace of mind because we've all had a you know a very difficult few years it'd be nice now to sort of think that we can all just sort of exhale and enjoy the time without too many complications and too many you know life events getting in the road that we can just sort of get a little bit of a wriggle on with life being very normal shall we say of being able to just focus on what's important in our lives and you know love makes the world go round i believe i know they say money does but i think love's more far more important than money yes we need money to function in this world but without love and without contentment in your heart whether that's you choose to be by yourself or you want to be in a relationship or you are in a relationship without some sort of love in your life i think you're a very empty vessel so and I know many people that choose to be by themselves because they're very comfortable with their life the way it is. And that's fine. We're all individual. We're all different. And we all have a different version of what makes our heart sing. So whatever you do this Valentine's Day, make sure that it's something that's going to make your heart sing and put a smile on someone else's face. You know, even just sort of put a little post on your social media wishing everybody else a happy Valentine's Day. There may just be that one person out there that looks at that message and makes their heart sing and then that's your job done. So it's going to be an interesting week this week as we move into sort of 
very complicated sort of choppy sort of waters astrologically in a sense and I'm going to do my very best to explain it in in simple terms that we can all absorb because sometimes I think astrologers get a little bit too caught up in their own technical jargon and the average person doesn't have a clue what they're talking about so that's why I like to try and explain as we go along where I've got my information from how it's happening and why it's happening so that you can sort of understand it and sort of you know follow along with me the sun is still currently in Aquarius it'll only be there for approximately another five days so the time of the year when the sun's in Aquarius is where we get some breakthrough moments we get some thinking outside the box we get different ideas different ways of problem solving looking at situations looking at issues and hopefully getting some sort of different direction that we can move forward now the sun at the moment is conjunct or holding hands with Saturn the planet of discipline the planet that sort of gives us our stickability our determination our drive that gives us that point of focus if you want to say that so with the sun holding hands here with Saturn even though that there's been some amazing breakthroughs and there's been some great things happening around the world they still may feel as if there's a little bit of a restriction or a limitation now to apply to that to us personally yes it's going to be affecting Aquarians Librans and Gemini's more than it is any other sign followed by Leo but it means each and every one of us might have had a few light bulb moments but we see that there's restrictions or the timing isn't quite right so it's one of those things that you jot it down you put it away you file it away and say that's not quite the right time but I can bring that out at another time and I've got the beginning point of you know a major new turning point or a development in my life or something that I want to progress with at maybe a later date we have Venus the planet of love and affection is conjunct or holding hands Neptune Neptune is the planet of illusion or delusion but it's also the planet of creativity and mystique and intrigue in our lives so with Venus sitting here I think it's a very very interesting combination because Venus being the planet of love and affection or the the love that we're hoping to attract in our lives or the things that we love to do conjunct Neptune here to me sort of says that if you were to meet somebody if you were single and you were to meet somebody at the moment under this influence they would be mystical they would be different they would be very intriguing you wouldn't necessarily sort of see the whole person all in one go it's sort of like every time you had a conversation with them or a text message or you went on a date you would learn something new and it would be intriguing and mysterious and keep your interest there so they may be different from anybody else that you've ever previously attracted in your life and there's nothing wrong with that I think every now and then we need to shake it up a little bit because if it hasn't worked in the past then why keep attracting the same type of person we need to be looking to make different choices or attracting different people in our lives and with it being in the Pisces energy it can be sort of very gentle it can be very mystical but it can also be super strong never underestimate any any energy that's in Pisces because even though it might seem sort of weak and sort of gentle it's certainly not weak it's a very strong energy and it's a very wise energy so attracting somebody new under this influence would be really potentially a very very solid opportunity for a really strong solid relationship to build slowly with a lot of intrigue a lot of mystery a lot of fun a lot of laughter and really sort of probably somebody that you need in your life so that's good for anybody that's seeking love 
We also have Jupiter, the planet of expansion and opportunity, is conjunct or holding hands. Chiron, which is not actually a planet and it's not a luminary, it's one of the Arabian parts of astrology, which is where we look to heal ourselves. So particularly for Aries people, at the moment with Jupiter conjunct Chiron, it means that if you're trying to bring in some new opportunities or some new areas to your life, make sure that they have that healing element to them as well. You know, some people I know that are Aries are looking to make career changes or career choices and they're looking to sort of bring different areas into their lives and it has to be that for this to happen and to be as successful as it can be there must be a certain element here of making your life better in a way that it's sort of healing you whether that's emotionally spiritually physically psychically it doesn't matter but there has to be a healing element here to it and some people are sort of looking at this as maybe potentially a past life connection that they're bringing in wisdom or clearing stuff from their soul that's been there for a very very long time in their soul dna so to speak so if you're an aries it's the time not to waste this amazing positive energy because there is new opportunities there is opportunities there to really sort of step out of the your comfort zone a little bit and, and start to sort of tread new ground and this has been a long time in coming for Aries people to be able to have that sort of opportunity it also flows on to the other fire signs which is Leo and Sagittarius and also Librans so we move on to Pluto now Pluto is the planet of transformation and I quite often talk about Pluto on this show because Pluto's had such a major role in our lives since about 2007 where he's been sort of you know moving his way through Capricorn trying to bring about some changes to governments to structures to the way that the world itself structures things and global warming and those sort of things have become more prevalent during Pluto's time in Capricorn. He will be there till 2024. So he's nearing the end of this. Now, I always find when a, a slow moving planet particularly is nearing the end of a cycle, that the energy of that they bring really, really intensifies. So here at the moment, Pluto is really working hard to try and transform the things that we need to be looking at. Just look at the changes that have been around the world with political persuasions and how people see things the things that are now becoming important to the voters to the people that put them in power look at how many sudden changes there's been of governments or government leaders or you know people resigning from politics you know they one minute gone the next so many things like that as, as Pluto sort of really starts to sort of bite now and really starting to try and make us take notice of the fact that we need to take global warming seriously look at all the weather events that have been happening around the world and it's you know it's not something that we can ignore i know there's plenty of naysayers there that say it's all bs well you know go and sit in one of those places live in one of those places that's seen the devastation from fires and floods and earthquakes and tsunamis and rain events and then tell me that it's not real because I think a lot of times we sort of can fob off things because we're not directly affected by it. So Pluto is working very, very hard to bring about the truth, to bring things that were hidden to the open spaces that we can sort of bring them things out of the darkness into the light so that they can be processed and dealt with. So Pluto's energy is very deliberate, definite, and it's not to be forgotten. Now, Pluto is holding hands with, um, mercury at the moment and mercury is actually sitting in aquarius now it's really interesting here because you've got pluto in one side and you've got mercury sitting in the other side where they're still conjunct or holding hands but they're both vibrating off a different energy now mercury and venus uh, mercury 
in Aquarius is trying to ask us to think outside the square. So Mercury here is trying to help Pluto along, sort of saying, okay, not everything's got to be fixed and rigid. We can start to try and find some answers that maybe are thinking outside the square, something that people said even six months or 12 months ago, that can't possibly work. That's ridiculous. That's fantasy. Now we're going to approach it in a different way. Maybe we've got some more information or some different problem solving techniques here that we can bring about this. Hopefully this might be a sign that maybe, just maybe, we're going to see the end of this trouble in Ukraine, this terrible war that's going on that should never have started. Look, I know there's lots of you know, people having lots of different opinions whether or not this is going to create World War Three. I truly hope not. I truly hope that there can be some way that we can find a resolution to this. And it's just about one person or one country being a bully trying to take over something that's not theirs. And that's as simple as it is. And I know that a lot of wars and things over time have been that way. But surely we've grown up as a world to say that we don't behave like this in this barbaric manner anymore, that we can find other ways of resolving conflict. And, you know, let's, you know, all pray together that this is going to bring a, a sudden resolution and a finish to this, that those poor people in Ukraine can start rebuilding their lives and get back to normality. So I hope that that sort of helped you with the look at this week's glimpse of astrology of where things are and how they're sitting in the solar system. And, you know, there'll be parts there that are applicable to you and there'll be parts there that you'll say, Amanda, that doesn't apply to me. And that's fine. I'm trying to encompass every single sign that everybody gets some sort of message out of the astrology report every week. So we're going to talk with Hayley in Atlanta in Georgia. Are you there, Hayley? Yes, I'm here. Do you have a question I can answer for you, please, Hayley? Um, yes, I was wondering if I will be in any relationship soon. Oh, that's a good question, Haley. particularly on Valentine's Day. Really, really interesting because the first thing that they're sharing with me, Haley, is that there's still a tiny little bit of residue there of old emotions. So is that more the fact that you're being super cautious and you don't want to sort of make the same choices you did in the past? Could it be a little bit of that, that you're being sort of super sensitive or super aware of things that, you, you know, you're sort of really conscious of, I'm not going to make those choices again. I'm, I'm looking for something fresh and different that suits the new me. Yes, that's correct. Good. Okay. That's good because that's the first thing that they were showing me that, you know, we needed to address that there's still a little bit of emotional residue there. And I'm not saying it's preventing love coming in. I'm just saying you need to be aware of you. You are handling this the right way. So, you know, people used to say to me, oh, you know, people shouldn't be so fussy. Well, I disagree with that. If you don't attract somebody that really enhances or brings something into your life that you can't bring to yourself, then why would you attract something that's not going to be beneficial to you you know we if we yeah. if we aim high then we get what we want you know there's no point in settling for second best because you know while you're doing that you're not fulfilling yourself or fulfilling a relationship having said all that i'm not saying that there's not love on the horizon i'm just trying to be very clear with you Haley, that there's plenty of opportunity there and there's been plenty of chances there where you could have gone on a date but you've sort of said no that's really not right it's not I don't feel anything it's not the right connection I think I'll pass and then you sort of question well maybe I'm being too fussy no you're not and I think by doing this you're reinforcing 
the guidelines that you set down for yourself at what you want moving forward now, you know, to attract new love into your life, there's some certain criteria that needs to be met and that's good. And I don't believe it's too high. I think you need to stick to your guns on this. Having said that, I do think that there's going to be a new relationship. I'm sort of seeing the word March and I don't think it's March 2024. I think it's going to be March this year. It may not seem at the beginning when you meet this person that it's like, oh, I don't feel anything, you know, like nice guy, but so what? You know what I mean? There's no immediate yeah. bells and whistles or connection or whatever. I'm going to say don't dismiss it because of that. If you meet two or three people next month that ask you to go out on a date, provided there's nothing wrong, nothing that sort of sets off warning bells, I would go. I would go. I would see where it takes me and sort of just have a very open mind because this man to me, initially I don't get that pull, but it's really interesting because by about the third time that you see him and you might just sort of decide in your mind that, okay, look, he's a nice guy. We'll just remain friends and go for a coffee date once a week. And out of that, I think right. it's going to blossom love. That's going to really surprise you because you didn't feel that, you know, that it certainly isn't ugly or anything, but there was just no magic there. And it's like, it's going to yeah. catch you by surprise when it does sort of creep up and you think, wow, what's changed? You know, we've been out half a dozen times as friends. There was no magic there. And now all of a sudden I can't get him out of my head. He is a really, really nice guy. He's got light brown hair, brown to hazily colored eyes, fairly tall, broad shouldered. I wouldn't say fat and I wouldn't say thin. I felt he was a man that worked with his hands. Now, that used to be years ago, somebody that was on the tools. This day and age, people that work with computers or technology quite often are presented to me as working with their hands as well because they're tapping, you know, they're, they're physically working with yeah. their hands as well as their minds. So I don't want you to just think, oh, he's a tradesman on tools. He could very well be somebody right. that works in IT, you know what I mean? And that to me is he still works with his hands. I like him. He's a nice style of a guy. He's a little bit on the quiet side, but he has a nice personality. Uh -huh. Certainly what you see is what you get. He's very, very trustworthy. I mean, you know, like everybody, everybody's had a broken heart or two. I mean, there's been, you know, he's had his heart yeah. broken before, but I don't feel that there's any emotional baggage there. And I think that's the important thing. I mean, you know, even if he's been married, it doesn't matter. As long as there's no emotional baggage there that gets transported over into a new relationship, which I don't feel that there is, I feel that this is going to build into a really, really beautiful, strong, definite connection that's going to lead to a very serious commitment, Haley. And that's really positive. But as I said, at the beginning, you sort of think, nice guy, but I don't, there's no magic and you know sometimes they're the best right. relationships where we sort of get caught a little bit off guard because we were expecting something else you know and I think in the past I think you've yeah. always rushed into things really quickly haven't you and you know you've woken up in love yeah. like after the fast first date and this is going to be a new experience for you where it's a, a completely different experience and it's good I really like him I think this is going to lead to a very happy long commitment together Hayley, and, and I think it's well-deserved. I think both of you have never experienced the power of this sort of love connection in this relationship and how it's going to develop. It's really beautiful. So well done, you. And is there also a new job on the horizon? Um, what do you think? Is there a new job on the horizon? Um, I have been looking for some different positions, and I'm hoping that something will come through. 
Yeah, well, they just said to me, and by the way, there's a new job for Haley. So I thought, well, I better ask, is there a new job coming? Oh, good. There's a new... Yeah, because yeah, that was like that. That was the sort of like after we've dealt with the romance and the happy side of things. I said, by the way, you know, is there a new job coming? Because that they were showing me this new job. So, I think the man's yeah. coming first, Haley. But I'm going to say, don't stop looking for a job either. Do you know, sometimes we interview for something Definitely. and it doesn't doesn't have a start date for six or eight weeks. So, I, your life is certainly on an upward swing. Whatever you've been doing, continue to keep doing it because you're on the right track. You're attracting what you need to you now for you now so again even with the job situation i'd say don't settle for second best if it isn't better than what you've got and can bring more to your life whether that's financially or yeah. rewarding or you know combination of everything then don't don't take it you know you it's your exactly. turn now to sort of get exactly what you want so i wish you well Haley, and lovely to speak with you so much okay we're going to talk with marky now in friend Frescano in California, and I know I've pronounced that wrong. Are you there, Marky? Yes, I am. Do you have a question I can answer for you, sweetie? Yeah, I was wondering, me and my husband applied for this apartment, and I'm wondering, the realtor said it'll take two to three days to get back to us if we're going to get it or not. Okay. You really got your heart set on this one? Huh? I said, have you really got your yeah. heart set on this one? Okay. I'm seeing yeah. a slight delay between, you know, if they said three days, I think it's going to be more likely to be five days before you get an answer. I'm not saying you won't get it, but I just sort of feel that there's either some new questions to be answered or a couple of extra conditions they're going to put on this place. And, and I can see you sort of questioning, oh, I don't know whether we want it now. And that's why I asked whether you've really got your heart set on it. I'm not saying you won't get it, but I just actually feel there's something better coming and something that's more affordable. So it's like if something doesn't go quite right with this one, don't be disheartened because there's something better coming that's going to suit you guys even better. But this realtor seems to be a bit fussy, if I can put it that way. They seem to ask, did they ask a lot of questions when you put the application in? A little bit, not too much. Right. I, I mean, I just feel that they're going to come back with some other conditions or some other questions or something else. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying it's there, it's yours if you want it. It's just that you may decide with the extra conditions that maybe this is not for you. So, but whichever place that you're moving to, it's going to be a good, fresh new start. And I felt that you and your husband had been sort of, contemplating this move for some time now it wasn't something that was just you know came up last week this is something is it's a big change for you guys yeah yeah and that's why we've got to get it right because it's got to be somewhere that you can sort of settle into and make it a home and you know then focus on other areas of your life so as your husband has there been a change in his work or is there changes coming up with his work um, I don't know. I don't think there is. Yeah, it could just be a, a new position being offered in the company that he's in. I'm just going to say to you, there's what they're showing me is changes or things there that he feels a little bit uncomfortable with. But I'm going to say that embrace it because once it all settles down, it actually feels to me to be really positive, you know, as if they're grooming him for a, 
a stronger position within the company, you know, like they're getting him ready for a promotion. And this is just sort of like the early stages of it. Because your husband's a mm -hmm. sort of person that he likes to know exactly what is ahead of him, doesn't he? He likes to be able to be, feel like he's in control of it, that he knows exactly what he's got to do. He doesn't like change. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not comfortable with people thrusting changes on him without sort of already warning him. That's what I felt. But look, I feel whatever's changing in his work is good. It's not bad. So what you've got to do is sort of when he comes home, he's a bit upset about it, try and talk him through it and sort of find the positives out of this. Well, look, darling, they wouldn't have given you this extra responsibility if they didn't think you could handle it and you don't know what else they might have on the in the back of their mind. You know, this could be leading to something even better for you. And I think by just being encouraging like that, I think he'll see it from a different angle. I think he sort of thought, well, it just came out of nowhere why are they doing this to me you know and it's not a punishment it's actually a good thing and i think sometimes people forget to tell you the whole story you know and that's what i think's happened here they haven't given him the whole picture and they should have yeah but i think this year is going to be a very positive year for the two of you it's a really good year because you went through a really difficult five-year period there didn't you where things were just sort of so uncertain you weren't yeah. able to get any traction in your life well now you're going to be able to get traction and start to get ahead because the end goal is that i feel that you're a saving towards a home of your own yeah yeah and that's you know we need to be able to sort of move along with that you haven't been able to get very far with that because life has intervened well once you make this move that to me will enable you to sort of settle and start to get your lives in a way that, you know, we're starting to get a little bit more money in the door. We can put a little bit more money away towards our goal of, have, you know, home ownership and things like that. And life is just sort of starting to slowly settle down and be more gentle and more predictable. And I think that's a good thing because, as I said, Marky, you've had such an uncomfortable five years on and off that you haven't really ever been able to sort of plan too far ahead and know you can stick to it. So you've got some really great times ahead of you, sweetie. So just keep strong and just know that if this is not the right one, there's something even better around the corner. So, you know, either way, they're both, they've both got a good feel to me. All right. Okay, lovely to talk to you, sweetie. So it's interesting how people are on the move and people are making big decisions and, you know, the early part of 2023 and people are starting to be able to resurrect some of their old long-term goals. And that's a good thing because, you know, we went through so much uncertainty with COVID and everything like that and everything that that brought about that I think it's now time that we all start to sort of put down some foundation stones to our future and where we need to be going and what we need to be sort of bringing towards us in our lives. And that's what 2023 is about, is about bringing to light some of those goals that we had to put on the back burner as we you know life intervened and we had to look at things through different sets of eyes now we can start to bring those forward and start to look at where we need to be going moving forward so this week because it is valentine's day and look there's so many beautiful love songs that i could have chosen out of the ether out there of you know beautiful love songs that have been written and, and and if you watch the show regularly you know that I'm a huge David Cassidy fan and I, I always will be but today I'm not going to leave you with a David Cassidy song I'm going to actually leave you with what my other favorite all-time favorite singers song one of Australia's finest singers and the world is slowly starting to discover him on YouTube now 
We've been fortunate enough to have him here for over five decades and he's an amazing singer and his name is John Farnham and I want to leave you with one of his biggest hits and it's called Two Strong Hearts. So for all the lovers out there or people that just like to be in love or like the, the feeling of love and Valentine's Day, John Farnham on your turntable, Two Strong Hearts and I'll see you next week. Bye for now.